0: okay hi everybody welcome back to let god do it podcast i'm one of your hosts holly michelle i am naomi we've been gone for a little bit you guys i know you missed because um you guys keep coming back to the uh check the podcast see if anything is dropped <laughs> I know. sorry for our little hiatus but we're back
1: back back to back <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, today we are doing a part two of Purpose Through the Pain. And as per usual, God is at work. <laughs> and we definitely have testimonies and stories and insights <laughs> to our journey through and our walk with God um, in different situations where we've learned the purpose within the pain that we've gone through. So,
1: hmm he won't let us talk about it until he gives an experience.
0: Y'all, listen, that is the truth. <laughs> Every single time we come to you with an episode, it's like there is something there, something we, that's happened, we've gone through. It's something. He literally shows us exactly what it is we are talking about. <laughs> Facts. Brings it to life, literally. And then we come here and we have all of the juice. <laughs> I love tea or the tea. (laughs) I know. I
1: feel like we need to do one. It's like the the. I told you right, Bible tea talk. Yes,
0: (laughs) we have all the tea when we come to you guys. Everything, like every single time without fail we have this episode and one more you guys until this season is over and then it'll be time for us to work and get ready for season 2 and we're going to change it up for season 2 just a little bit Um, so I hope you guys are ready yes yes so purpose through the pain yes yes
1: so I'm going to ask you a question When you're going through painful moments, either family-wise, relationship, or even within yourself, you know, growth or friendship-wise, what is it for you that causes the pain? Because I know, you know, we could say betrayal or whatever, but we're really, really, because sometimes we're, some of us are punching bags where people could just keep doing stuff and we're just like, oh, I love you, I'm here. But what is your turning point where you say, okay, this
0: is painful, this is hurting me? you know what um, to answer that question I you know when you look at a situation like that you're going through something I think a lot of what you allow to hurt you is based on the fact that you allowed it and um, it's also based in on what part of you that it actually I'm gonna say triggers you know because I could be I'm nonchalant in certain ways okay Mm -hmm. so for you There are certain things or people who cannot hurt me because I don't care. But when I care and I expect, it's an expectation that I expect something of this individual because of who they are or my relationship with them or the time that I've known them, whatever that expectation is, what I didn't expect is what they did. Mm. So, that is where the pain actually comes from because I had an expectation and my experience with them is the total opposite mm, I hear that and the, what's funny is saying that is that uh, a couple weeks ago that was a sermon at um church um where the pastor asked us he specifically said what um has your has your expectation been different than what you experienced so did you expect one thing of god and experience something totally different and that's what's hurting you and like you asking that question it brought that out of me like you know that's really where the pain comes from is that i was expecting something different or i wanted something different it was a want maybe i wanted something different and i didn't get what i wanted yeah i hear that completely And I think for a lot of people, that's where their pain comes from. You know, like maybe you're expecting for a relationship to be healed or restored or you're expecting for change. And when change doesn't come, it hurts just like the very first time when you went through it, because what you wanted was change and what you received was the same. So I that's where I feel like my pain comes from because of my expectation versus the experience that I have
1: yeah no, I would agree to a hundred. I do believe expectations do put a toll in ourselves because then we let we allow the person to um to let us down in a way. yeah, and they never agreed exactly or that that's what they can give you exactly, me, yeah, for me, it was like my dad um I, I think he was my biggest pain,
0: uh-huh.
1: I believe he was my biggest pain for the simple fact that I had to learn how to, you know, I expected him to love me as a father, um, Mm -hmm. call me, be there for me, but he never promised any of that. Um, And I really like that really took a toll into me. And so I realized, you know, it's me allowing this person to create this feeling because in reality, I don't really know him. He's never promised me he could be a perfect dad. Right. So you know, and in, in that sense, it's like it took me a minute to grasp the fact that you know it's okay for my dad to not be who I want him to be. Doesn't mean he's a bad dad. He just doesn't love me.
0: And you know what's he funny? He might I... love
1: me, but in his ways, you know, I can't say he don't love me because I'm not in him. Let me correct that. He might love me. He just don't love me in the way that
0: I expect to be loved. Right. You know what's what's um interesting is how it may be an expectation but we assume in today's age with certain titles that certain type of actions should come from individuals that may not know how to do them or, you know, we, because we have so many different titles. So, you know, how you may have like your child where, you know, you're raising them as your, as their mom or, you know, dad or whatever it is. And they may see a situation from somebody else's parents and they want a parent like that. Oh, so yeah. Maybe <laughs> their expectation is if, if I do the things that this child is doing, or my friend's doing, my mom might be like this. And we attach a lot of things. I feel like sometimes in regards to the titles that we have, um, in regards to what we feel or how we care for people, how how we care for others, we want it back in return. And again, when we don't receive what we're giving out, what we call reciprocation, we assume that it's always supposed to be equal.
1: Mm-hmm. I hear that.
0: You know, it's like it's always supposed to be equal, which is a misconception because, you know, if we look at our relationship with God and we say, we'll say, you know, I talk to him, <laughs> I talk to him, but then I always get, you know, if something's going wrong, I get mad like, God, why are you putting me through this? But God's not getting upset with you every single day or every other day or every other month when something doesn't go right his love is constant so we don't love him back the same as he loves us you know what I'm saying and he's not taking it out on us because we're not doing that he's still there so we expect reciprocation when in our walk with God a lot of us don't give him the same thing that he gives us But he's still there. But he's still there. Mm -hmm. You know, and we lack grace and mercy for other individuals when they don't come through the way that that we want them to come through. And we don't have an understanding. Like, you know, you may feel that you're giving somebody everything. But in all honesty, they may feel like there's something that you're not giving them. But we don't recognize us because we build, we like to build ourselves up.
1: Yeah, I hear you
0: yeah you know we like to build ourselves up like I I was sharing with you when I was watching those TikTok videos where um the woman was uh you know with her walk with God and God was you know telling her to invite her husband to church and um she was saying that you know he kept telling her to pray for him and um you know and and apologize to him and she thought why am I apologizing to him he was a bad husband but God was like but you weren't The wife, he wasn't the best wife, right? He wasn't the best wife either. Like you didn't do what you were supposed to do, and so in her mind, she was the great person. That was her building herself up. I'm a great person. I was doing the right thing. He was doing the wrong thing because his wrong thing was an action that could be seen, and she felt like because she wasn't doing a a action that was reciprocal to what he was doing, that she was the better person. And God was letting her know, no, (laughs) Mm -hmm. no, (laughs) there is no difference in you two. You didn't do something that he needed and he was doing something that was not beneficial to your marriage, but you guys essentially are on the same plane, right? (laughs) So, you know, sometimes we build ourselves up in what we feel like are good quote unquote actions or behaviors or, you know, um, what we qualify as what a person needs because maybe that's what we need, but we don't recognize what they need in return.
1: No, I could see that and I would agree completely on that point because it's easy for us to be like oh they're not doing their part but really we're just focusing on what we do and not what the person is put providing or putting in the table.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't look at the whole picture like you know for me and my walk with Christ I might need something totally different than what you need so God's going to give me what I need and give you what you need and we can't look at what each other is receiving and feel like, okay, but God, why are you not giving me that? Uh-huh. <laughs> we can't do that. But that's what we do with other humans, you know, we look at the situation and we feel like, well, I do this. I'm paying all the bills. So you gotta come back at me with taking care of me. But maybe at that time that's not what they have or what their actual job is. Maybe the taking care of part is more emotional, <laughs> um, is more mental it doesn't have to be monetary or physical you know we Uh just don't we we look at our own personal needs in that way we're selfish we look at our own personal needs and we don't um assess the whole situation for what we might be lacking because then when they give you you know what you're asking for then you're still lacking what God really wanted you to have from that person yeah you know um this one lady who's a therapist I think her name is Kitty Rose I don't know if you've ever seen her on TikTok um And she talks a lot about her relationship she's a a couple's therapist a marriage therapist um but she talks about a lot about relationships and she said that as as an example that um when she married or she got with her husband she thought to herself I can do all this with myself what do I need you for that's what she thought and then she said when God showed her she was like he was like but that's in the Seriously, sis. Let's just oh, do a name. quick prayer. Okay. Yes. Come on. Yes.
1: Woo. All right. I'm gonna say it in Spanish, but I'm praying. Okay. <laughs> All right. Padre nuestro que estás <laughs> en los cielos, santificado sea tu nombre. Venga a nosotros tu reino. Hagase su voluntad aquí en la tierra como en el cielo. Danos hoy nuestro pan de cada día. Perdona nuestras ofensas así como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. No los dejes caer en y libramos de mis manos, Señor. Yo reprendo todo acto enemigo en esta hora, Padre, que nosotros podemos grabar, Señor, y mandar el mensaje que tú requieres para las personas que necesitan oírlo. Y reprendemos todo acto, Señor, en tu santo nombre, que esto sea de ayuda para otros, Señor, y no de impedimento. Y si no quieres que grabemos, Señor, pues tú déjanos sentir en el Espíritu.
0: Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Three times. Okay. Um, we're going to piece this together for you guys. I'm going to try to, uh, work it over and put it together as best as I can. And we're going to keep that prayer in the middle of it as we go back. We're gonna keep that prayer in this podcast because we needed it. Y'all listen, they is testing us today, but we're going to get through this podcast. So, like no, I've been, been
1: trying to record this for the past, I want to say, thirty minutes, and it keeps kicking us out. We
0: never experience this type of thing. It's usually my daughter's interruptions, and she's not <laughs> even here. <laughs> listen, he don't want us to talk because we're gonna tell y'all some things today. So, a lot, a lot has today. happened. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> we're going to get it out. So as I said, she learned that God did not send her husband for the purposes that she wanted. Um, And she had to to learn to fall back and respect the work that God had done for her Um, instead of rushing and trying to push him away or forcing something on him that that was not his purpose, you know, within their their marriage um, and I said that my brother-in-law gave me a verse this week and he said that anything that causes you pain is because you allowed it and initially when he told it to me he was like if anything is hurting you or causing you pain it's your fault and I was like well, that's harsh but he came back and was like let me give you a bible verse to go with that just so you I'm gonna bring it to the text so it don't sound like I'm giving you my opinion or you know I'm, I'm judging or being biased and so he took me to 1st Timothy um, verse 412. Um, and it says, let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and purity. So let no one bring you to a point where they cause you pain. So you have the liberties, the choices to, you know, either... Um, Ex, you know, accept it or you know allow it to affect you. And he was like, you know, if you're allowing it to affect you, if it's bringing you despair, if it's you know testing your faith, you're allowing it in. So you have to work to be stronger than that. Take a look at the situation. Either you can fall back or whatever the case is, but don't allow it to to um, interfere with your faith or your um, walk with God, your prayers, your your life, your spirit. Don't allow it to affect your spirit in any way. Um, and I like when I read that and he read it to me and, and broke it down I was like okay I, I understand that now you know like you know God does tell you in there that you're going to you're going to go through some pain you're going to go through some suffering Um, you have to know how to deal with it though and protect your heart at all costs yeah and you still have to trust in him the whole way through because some things are meant some tests are meant to build your character and if he is if you're you know you're anointed or you're chosen He wants to build your character so that you don't respond to the pain how you would normally respond to it prior to your walk with him. So if you respond to pain by anger or violence, he is trying to build your character, you know, whether it hurts really bad or not. It doesn't matter how painful it is. There was a purpose in it. So maybe you are a person who responds to everything with anger or maybe you have a a mouthful of cuss words. He just has to change you and build your character in one way or the other. There's always a purpose in whatever it is that you're going through, mm-hmm. and it'll all work for your favor. Yeah, you don't
1: see it at the time because it hurts, and anything exactly. that hurts, you don't want to see it. You don't. Know? You don't. But it's just—it's like when your mom, when you're a teenager, and your mom's like, "You can't go to the party." And You're like, "Oh, my mom hates me." No, she she knows better, and it's all going to
0: work for your favor. It's going to be for your good. Right. Yeah, and that's the part we don't. Uh, it, oftentimes in the midst of the storm we don't see that um mm-hmm. and that's the part that you know is, is the it's like a blindsided way sorry to yeah you, it's like a
1: blindside that it's like you won't you know you're just focusing yeah. on one thing you're not looking at the bigger
0: picture yeah we don't we we, we often don't you know you know um I, I told you guys, I think probably in the first podcast or so, I was reading a book that my mother in law had bought for me. And in this particular book, um, it is a, a woman who I don't know if she's a pastor or not, but she was speaking in regards to her relationship with her husband and um, their infidelities and, and his infidelities and learning about it and how much pain it brought and um, how much suffering it caused her. Um, And she depicts the whole story from finding out to um, going to, I want to say she went to um, the place of Jesus' birth. Um, Did a tour, walk through, um, and the tour guide had said something to her that really got to her and then she took it back home and when she took it back home she went to her therapist and one of the things that she said that my pastor has said for the past weekend that I thought was interesting how it kind of was going in one hand in hand is um I said something about building character and in the book of Matthew it speaks about building character a lot um and he said that when a person does something against you um you know or even you know with you god does not hold it against you he doesn't hold a grudge but we do okay we do often and in my book um she had to for, learn to forgive that's building your character Um, Some of us don't have a clue or don't know how to forgive or refuse to forgive when people cause us pain. Um, And it is us holding on to a grudge. But again, I said, if you're anointed, if you're, you're walking with God, you're supposed to become more like Jesus. And mm-hmm. becoming more like Jesus means letting go of how you typically cope with things. So if you hold on to things, if you hold on to the anger, if you hold on to the memory of whatever has happened, you know, it is hard to let go mentally of certain things. But when you talk to somebody and you are going through something, the first thing they tell you is let go and let God right so that's our theme that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's our that's our, our name <laughs> yes, yes yes it is <laughs> so in the spirit of getting closer to your walk with Jesus and becoming more in character like Jesus when people put you through th- things and you um they cause you pain you know nobody can tell you don't feel because you're gonna feel anyway Jesus, God felt God had emotions he had feelings um Nobody can tell you that, but process it and don't let it consume you or take you away um, or, or make you lose your faith. You know, um, you, they, you you should process it differently than you're, you've normally done it. And in my book, her going through it and processing it and dealing with the pain, one of the things that she kept saying was this particular sin has happened it's covered by the blood of jesus she kept saying it. it's covered by the blood of jesus and he said that in the sermon last week this has happened it's covered in the blood of jesus which means once it's covered you can no longer continue to bring it back up yes it is forgiven it's gone and we do not cover things with the blood of jesus because we harbor we linger on that pain over and over again and i am guilty of it okay I I can be honest, I'm guilty of that. I will let it play back in my head. And I know that's the enemy, but I'll let it play back in my head over and over and over again. And then I'll think about it. And that causes me pain, which means I'm the person causing myself pain because I'll linger over it over and over again. And yeah, I can let it go. But that means I I literally have it. Even if I said I did, God, I I let it go. You can have it and then next week I'd be like but you did this in my head and he did and I'd be like yeah you didn't let it go um (laughs) you didn't let it go whatsoever because it's still playing in your head and that hinders you from moving forward you know and a a lot of times people get stuck in that that realm where you hinder yourself you stay stuck in the same place and what I have learned is that When you hold on to it, the pain that God really wants you to let go. He did it for a reason, but he needs you to let it go because there was something that he was supposed to build in you with that pain. And once you let it go and you take a look at it from the outside and you see where you changed, where you grew, um, you know, how you reacted differently. Once you see that in yourself, you'll change in regards to how you react to other things. But well, once you actually let it go, he can push you forward to your next step, your next level, the next thing that he has in line for you to build your character for the purpose he has set for you.
1: Yeah. And also we can't be selfish or like, um, we can't be fake because, and the reason I say this is that we can't be selfish or fake is that we, let God, God down every day, and mm-hmm. we make him sad,
2: mm-hmm. and we
1: make him cry. You know, you rather give your time and attention to somebody instead of him. And how do you think he feels? If we feel like this as human imagine how. Like, oh, I woke you up this morning, and you couldn't even say good morning to me. You couldn't right. Didn't even say thank you to me. So we can't be selfish and want God to have mercy on us, but we can't have mercy on others.
0: Yeah, li- listen.
1: Say it, Naomi. <laughs> say it loud,
0: say la no, no
1: um but what what you just said also brought me back to the fact of like um like that part and then also I I don't know if I told you but on disney plus I was watching the document of 911
0: yeah you said uh huh
1: so um when i was watching that it didn't cl- he always does this but yeah so when i was watching that um they, the firefighters quickly had to transform their pain into purpose like they went in the building didn't know what was going on a lot of their friends brothers that were firefighters went up to the towers to start helping people get out and yep. they had to watch them collapse and die in their eyes and though that is happening like my sister god forbid but seeing me, let's say me and my sister were firefighters seeing her go up and then I'm down here rescuing the people down there, and I know that my sister's up there and this tower falls you know what's that? And then I had to suck, suck it up and continue because other people depend on me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? And I think that's that's also the fact of like transforming your pain into purpose. Don't focus on your pain. Don't focus on your on your purpose. Is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. You know, even with Jesus when he was um when he was about to get crucified, they put him on a donkey. Everybody they did like a whole parade for him. And then I don't even know how many days after he got crucified. And he couldn't focus on the fact that, wow, none of my disciples are here. This one denied me three times. This one lynched himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he couldn't focus on what his disciples were doing. He needed to focus on the mission because, you know, he had to transform the pain into purpose because it was bigger than him as well. So we also have to, you know, realize that it's bigger than what we think. And if we just focus on the pain, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it completely and others depend on us. Like if me and you, the things we went through yes, it delayed us from doing the podcast, but imagine we would said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. You know, others need to hear others. Need to, and it's not on us. He gave us this testimony for a reason. He gave us the pain for a reason. So instead of victimizing yourself and seeing yourself of why me, why I got to go through this, what I had to know, you know what? Thank you God. Because, you're actually using me. I exactly. am, a, I am a, a piece of this chess game. Because you don't play checkers. I am a piece of this chess game. And I'm glad that you can use me as a pawn for your kingdom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's also that when you transform it. You got to look at, you know, like we were saying earlier, you were saying the, the bigger picture. You can't just focus on one thing. And in a marriage, I'm not married. I can't really give advice of marriage. I'm not there yet. But when I do... I'm learning. I'm learning from people who are married. I'm learning from the Bible of what a woman of God should be and a man of how a man of God should treat a woman. So, I'm preparing myself to be that good wife, that Proverbs
0: wife. <laughs> yes, listen. Listen, 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 listen. Everything <laughs> that she said, listen. Everything that she said, we tend to be selfish and um uh and, and because we look at what we want, how we want it and we are missing the point, you know, like I said, I can testify for myself that even in my pain, um, you know, as me and I, we talk often, I can realize after talking, like there's something that God needs for me in this moment. And it ain't me complaining about it. Um, (laughs) right. I, um, Mm -hmm. uh, a couple weeks, well, three weeks ago, um, our sermon at church, one of the things that the pastor asked us was what is our cross to bear? Right that was a very interesting question because first of all, I didn't know what he meant. Okay. Um, so when he was talking about it, he was speaking in regards to, uh, John the Baptist. And in this portion, you guys know that John the Baptist was a cousin of Jesus Mm -hmm. and he went before Jesus telling everybody about the Messiah who was coming. He told everybody about what the, what the Messiah was going to do, what he was going to heal, how he was going to change things. He gave word. He was the advertiser for Jesus. Okay, When Jesus came and began his walk, back, John the Baptist was put into prison. During his stay in prison, um, at a certain point, Jesus had done so much. But what Jesus didn't do was release him from prison. So to John, he sent back a message to Jesus asking him, aren't you... I thought you... Basically, I thought you were the Messiah. Because if you are, why haven't you released me from prison? (laughs) Like, why are you not... Why am I not out yet? Mm -hmm. And Jesus responded to him, not by addressing what he said, by... Because he was doubting who he was now. You went before him and told everybody who he was and he was coming. And now that you're in there and you've been sitting there for so long, you're upset and now you want to question, is he really the Messiah? So... Jesus responded to him saying the blind can see (laughs) the deaf can hear the basically the handicapped or the cripple cripple can now walk he basically repeated to him everything that he used to advertise for him everything you you told everybody is what's being done so you can you you, you have doubt right now and that's because you feel like I should do something but what John the Baptist didn't realize is that his job was Was done. done Mm -hmm. It was done. You know what I'm saying? And so in the message, it was, what is your cross spirit? What has God put on you that likely is going to be painful for you that you have to pick up and carry without complaint? You cannot complain about it because there's a purpose in it. Mm -hmm. Whatever that cross is, you have to pick it up and carry it. And in the midst of, of preaching, one of the things that he had said that was very powerful to me is. He always explained to us his life story. He, he sold drugs. He did a lot of different things. But what he did say is that he never wanted to be a pastor. He never wanted to be a pastor. That was God's calling for him. And he tried to deny it for so many years straight. But God had to literally sit him down and tell him, that is not your way, it's mine. And he said that his journey through being a pastor has not been easy. It's been stressful, it's been depressing, it's been so many things, Mm -hmm. but it is his cross to bear. No matter what it feels like, no matter what he expects, no matter what he wants, it is his cross to bear. And I listened to that testimony and that story and listened to him preach and I was like, man, I have a cross to bear that has been difficult for me <laughs> and in the midst of my difficulty i mean every other day every month i'm like god do you want this <laughs> is this what you want for me <laughs> right are you serious this is what you want for me this is is this supposed to be is it supposed to last what's supposed to go on and what's funny is i'm telling you guys this and naomi and i were on a call before starting this and she was like, Well he answered you. <laughs> he does. You're the second person today. I promise you. I promise you. You're the
1: second person today that I've talked to. And it's like, well, you pray for it, it happened. And I'm like, God, like, what are you doing? Cause I've been getting a couple downloads and of course I have to stay quiet. But I can honestly say, like, lately I just been like, God what are you doing and it makes me nervous not scared not scared just nervous because it's like you gave me a word and I'm seeing you working so it's just you know I, I get happy but I also get nervous because you know that it, it's like a, a roulette you're next yeah. your next you next and I'm just here like oh mm-hmm. like duck duck goose I'm like oh I'm
0: about to get in I'm about to get in listen, Nami was like, he answered you. He obviously wants you here. So I'm like, well, you know, this is like probably the fifth confirmation. No Wait, third. you forgot. You skipped the part. We spoke like at three in the morning. Yes. Well, that was the whole, that was the whole story. <laughs> like, that was the whole part of the story. But, you know, even just going through this whole process and me, like, sharing with her, like, you know, my, like, some of my prayers and things of that nature and the things that I keep asking him, you know, like, you know, um, again, like I say, at a certain point when we're not, when it doesn't look like what we want to look like, our expectations have not been met. So now we are angry. We, we we don't want this. We want to ask God, why me? Instead of, you know, why not me? You know, we're wanting to ask questions in regards to why you choose me for this? You know, I said to you guys before, I have done that you know like i've already been through too much pain why this why some more like why am i the person you chose it's that like that saying the good the bad and the ugly he waits for us to get to the bad
1: and the ugly to then give us the good like okay i just want to yes. let you know that even if you're mad i'm still gonna bless you so yes and <laughs> so
0: i'm like um I'm, I'm sitting here like okay you know like what's going on sir like can we um uh can we skip through all of this you know But, you know, realizing after that sermon, like, you know, there is, um, there is a cross to bear and I have, he's shown it to me already. I'm in it and I keep questioning him instead of trusting in him and going forward. And so when you, when you move against that, you know, what you, what he needs you to do and you're not trusting, you know, in it or in him you know you cause yourself pain in the interim because you're questioning everything <laughs> and not just praying uh being thankful and believing going forward you know uh or we idolize the pain easier. we start yeah. idolizing we the do idolize the pain because i could make it a lot easier if i wasn't doing any of this yeah but i'm making it harder for myself opposed to easier no
1: yeah definitely we idolize it and he's here like come on give it to me i'm waiting don't you say i do this for you give it to me come on i'm waiting
0: exactly (laughs) you know like hey give me the. you know like give me my props you know because i literally (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. or just the issue itself because we're
0: like oh i just i just cried about something and here i am again okay exactly um exactly and so i'm like you know he's waiting like literally let it go i'm trying i listen I I put you in there but you still want to be in there obviously because you ain't let it go yet so there's somewhere else I have for you to be you know Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever
1: seen a commercial um, that it's like the I can't recall what it is but it's just like pretty much the, the person is just standing there wearing the person to just, the little kid just to wear out. See, so they took it to the park, and it's like an energizer bunny, and it keeps going and going and going. He's just waiting for you to be like, all right, my battery's done." So then he'll be like, all right, I'm a, I'm I'm, I'm about to come in now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we say oh, I surrender, but sometimes we don't. Because, and, it, and it's not that, it's not that we're wrong for it, it's just that, you know, the Bible, he tells you in the Bible, like, Leave it on to me. You're not. He didn't create you to worry. He didn't create you to stress. We were created to worship. Yeah. That's all we were created for. You know, but things happen along the way. And now we have to worship
0: as well as work for the kingdom. Uh Uh-huh. You know, what else is very interesting when um am uh, during our, our, our session with the, with the pastor is um, one of the things he noted, which is in, interesting in regards to um, expectation versus um, experience is that we again, like me, you could be in the middle of your actual experience. And the only thing that we can see at the moment is what's in front of our face. We, but because we're so focused oh, on agree. what so is in front of our face we can't see what has actually happened or what he's doing and that sure. was one of the testaments in regards to John the Baptist is that that he was so focused on his position still in that prison that he had people coming to him telling him about all the goodness the things that the Messiah was doing and he could not focus on the goodness of it because his mind got to a point where he was focused on Why am I still here? It's
1: prison, yeah.
0: Yeah, he was was so locked in on the walls that he was stuck in. And he couldn't be excited or happy about the goodness that was happening out there because he wasn't a part of it. So we miss a lot of the change um, and the things that are doing. Like, you know, you can be praying every single day, but because it's not happening as fast as you want it to happen. Or how you um, want it. And how you want it to happen. You can't see it as goodness because all you can think of is, um, that's not, not what I asked for. for me.
1: Yeah, it's not working <laughs> for me. I don't see it. I asked right. for this like a
0: year ago and it's still not here. <laughs> yes. And we do that often, you, you know. And so in, in, in our minister, he was like, sometimes what you're asking for, maybe you're just not ready for it. And that's the reason why God hasn't done he it. prepares you. You know? And so realizing that, some Of that perp that pain that you're going through, there's a purpose for it. there's something a character trait that, within you that God has to build in order for you to be ready for what it is yeah. you ask for, you know. So, we may, you know, it may be you don't have a man or you want a man so bad or you really want to be married. Because with us women, a lot of times we watch TV so much that we want this fairy tale wedding or we just have to have. Well, that's me, but I'm preparing myself, <laughs> I'm preparing myself. <laughs> We, I we do
1: I want to live day. happy. I want the happy after. I want the divine marriage. I want I want that. I want I want to yes. try my rib, you know, but I am being patient. Yes, you know, there's steps to it. You can't just anybody that says, "Oh, God sent me for you." uh uh. uh marry. We going to fan and he will confirm cuz I could just I just can't marry anybody. Worthy. Marriage is a one-time thing. And I'm yes. not doing this again. Yes. If I divorce, yes. I'm staying widow. Like, Listen. I mean this by, like, I'm being real. I want Listen. to live like my ancestors. I, one okay. And that's it. I already Listen. made the mistake of having a kid married.
0: I'm not messing this up again. Okay. <laughs> Listen, um, I, I, you know, the pastor said maybe, you know, you don't have the man because you're not that wife yet. You know what I'm saying? So, so if that's the case, you know, that's the reason why the men that are coming to you are not qualified. They're not qualified okay. for what you really want. Because you're also not qualified, so yep. yes, you're gonna go through some things. You
1: ruin but, it if you're not healed.
0: Yeah, that's what you're gonna go through. So that is your cross to bear. Pick it up cr- and carry it. Go through whatever God needs you to go through to um, heal, to grow, to mm-hmm. um, to you know to to grow in character. How He needs you so that He can get you to where it is that He has for you. He likely you know has marriage in the cards for you but at the time at the moment your thought process what you focus on may not be um it won't be good enough for the husband and you know what's funny is remember you said the other day I I heard I saw this video and I know I've seen that a couple times where the woman says God does not prepare a man for a woman he prepares a woman for the man so no it was the, i think it was the thing he said the yeah yeah the woman he yeah the the right, right. woman right so yeah. i saw that video and i was like hmm and i thought about it and i was like oh my gosh so it's to you because i told you um that like my husband's um mother and mother-in-law she had given me that partial advice like at the very beginning of like him coming home that her husband was not where he needed to be right but, but it was really her. But it was really her that it was um now, now I'm gonna say this. She was she grew up in church, so she was really already there. He wasn't there. But still in essence I understood the the concept of God readying the woman because we are the help meet, right? So if we are built in that strength where we are honoring God first, we set an example for the household, right? Um yeah. and I understood you it. can't be bitter. Man yeah. when it comes in the you, door. You gotta, you know, be like, "Hi, honey." Ex- yeah, you know. No. <laughs> so I understood the example. Like after I heard that lady speak, and then I'm thinking about what she said to me. When I say she changed the dynamic of the household, she literally was like, "God is first. So when she would ask him every day, "Do you want to go church?" He'd say, "No." She said, "Okay, cool, but I'm going. I'm gonna, I'm yep. gonna go. I'm gonna go serve God. I'm gonna go talk to Him. I'm gonna go, you know, worship God." Uh, you can stay here And there are you.
1: some men Sorry to interrupt you, But there's some men Who get jealous of God Uh
0: huh And they go Just to check Who you seeing
1: Right You know <laughs> Cause there is And I've met relationships Like that Where the men is
0: like Oh yeah 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 You with your pastor Da 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 And then when they really go God be like I'm the man <laughs> that Yes
2: Yes So
0: you know, she was like, you know, so, you know, I would go, I would leave him. I wouldn't, I did not force him to do anything. I would pray for him. I, I would invite him to church. I would do what I was supposed to do. You know, I, you know, making sure, you know, I was a biblical wife. I prayed. I did what I was supposed to do at home. I didn't hold any bitterness, you know, as, you know, a man is supposed to quote unquote lead, you know, he wasn't in the position mentally to lead. So, you know what? I didn't take over his position. I allowed him to make his mistakes. I continue to pray for him um, and allow God to use me in a way that he could see God through me, which is a part that I'm learning right now through my trials and seeing it as pain and not realizing the purpose within the pain um, and the character that I have to build in myself because I am the person where, you know, beforehand I'm kind of like tit for tat, or if you do something wrong, it's I don't care about you no more. I'm forget about you. I'm moving on. I'm this and that, you know, it's it's quick. Yeah. It's, the, it's the end game. It, that's, it's the end game when it comes to like anything that does anything to me, you know? And that's uh-huh. how I'm used, I'm so used to being, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but God is like, that don't serve anybody. <laughs> how has that served you this whole time? <laughs> the whole time yeah. you've been alive, how has that worked for you exactly? Mm-hmm. Yeah no and the enemy
1: is quick to put things in your head like yeah this ain't for you you know what I mean yeah and he's quick to bring lust and things to even
0: affect the marriage yeah so you know learning that you know and having to take a look at that like I even just was like you know let me take a look at it how I think how God is showing me like you know this has not benefited you in your past like it hasn't and I need to get you away from this because this is how you deal with everything and I don't want you dealing with it dealing with things the same anymore so um mm-hmm. this taking a look at the pain and then actually realizing that there is a purpose in it and there is something wrong. I won't say wrong with me, but there's something that I have to change that I have been fighting against him on. And he's like, you know what? Until you're ready to come to me, (laughs) until you're ready, I'm going to leave it alone because you seem to only want to listen to yourself. So... Yeah, (laughs) and so now that is you know, so you listen to yourself, you're causing yourself pain, and I don't want you to be there, but you won't leave it. So realizing that and stepping out of my own way, which you hear that a lot, if you hear that saying, sometimes you can get in your own way. We definitely can get in our own way. So stepping out of my own way, so that I'm not causing pain that was only meant to endure for a moment. Um. It's been a challenge, but I'm definitely getting there. I'm getting there.
1: Yep. And I feel like also like for like that as well, but also like humbling yourself when you yes. have to, because uh-huh. it's so easy to take pride after an argument. Yeah. It's like it's like you got to think of the environment. Like, do a man or a wife want to come home with the wife always with the mean with, with a mean face Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, anything they say, like you know, I wouldn't want to go to that house either. So we gotta also are we are we making our home someplace welcome? Are we making it a safe heaven? You know, a safe right. house for this person to say, you know what, this is my peace. You know, whether we're mad or whatever, you know what we we. When, when we... Well, I'm, I can't say we. I ain't married yet. But from my experience, right? Because I can't really... I'm, I'm not a married person, but I've had relationships. Right. So, but in a marriage, when you say your vows, you know, it's till death do us mm-hmm. apart. So it's more of, like, you know, through good, through bad, through sick, through health. I watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like, you know, those words are important. You make those vows. So therefore, like... Women, you've got to also put your pride aside, and I know the man is hard to deal with, but sometimes yeah, you have to put your pride aside. You know, this is who you accepted, this is who you made a promise to God for, yeah. And you know, sometimes we just gotta, end the men too, because sometimes it'd be the men, but you know, just try to find a way. Listen, let's sit down, let's play trouble, let's play uno, something to get that energy out,
0: yeah. I just do nothing, it. exercises and things like that. And and in today's world, it's kind of hard because um, uh, and with lust is so easy to get. It's Lux so so, easy it's so to much find. lust and and people, people love have, married people. Yeah, quote unquote options and everybody's so eager to to take on anything and anybody. It don't matter if they're married Girl. or not. They don't respect the marriage vows. The new
1: slang is like he don't belong to me
0: yeah okay and you feel good about that it's it's just all over the place and so you know um you work on yourself and build that character so that god sends you the biblical husband so you ain't dealing with the worldly one out here yeah. that, that has options okay y'all um, and
1: honestly how good do you, and i'm not judging any female but if you're that type of female who is okay with messing with somebody who's married or whatever like how do you feel at night when you go to bed knowing that you're interfering i don't know see i'm more like and that's just me you know i've never been the type to step into situations and i know some men lie or whatever but it's just like how do you sleep at night knowing that this person
0: belongs to somebody else and just that crossing of souls and spirits (laughs) i think they probably sleep very well because at today's age the word belong is uh is not it's it's overrated first of all because that mindset is don't nobody belong you don't own that person and that's honestly not what it's supposed to to mean in in the the retrospect in regards to marriage but um when people don't honor marriage on the outside you know whether you know you're just you know a side piece or whatever you are when they don't honor marriage they don't feel any kind of way about what's happening in the household because they have a need and it's being met and that's all they care about. Now, on the flip side, I only look at it as in karma. Now, some of you guys, when it comes to believing in God, you may not believe in karma, but it is real no matter if you say the word or not. The other day, I posted on our Instagram page, Joyce Myers, and a video and she said that um, don't please understand that when somebody hurts you, they become God's enemy. And he is the enemy to the enemy. So understanding that when somebody does something to you, it does come back. Because that at that point, God steps in and he becomes the person who fights for you. So whatever happens to that individual, whether you use karma the word or not, or revenge or whatever you want to use, God steps in and becomes the fighter to defend you from the people that have hurt you. So people who do those things, they don't have that mental concept, I feel, where they feel any type of guilt for what they've done because all they can think about is what they're benefiting from the situation. So um, you're dealing with worldly people and you might be a spiritual being that's anointed and called by God. So those people will never see eye to eye in regards to you. They will have the reasons and excuses and validation for whatever it is they're doing and you are living by the word so we'll never see Mm -hmm. eye to eye in regards to that it'll just be one opinion versus the other opinion or the word of god versus the world so that'll be a topic that people discuss i just feel like it's yeah i
1: just feel like it's more listen if your marriage is not working out you're not in love and you get a divorce and then find a person you know what i mean but don't don't Please don't keep doing this. I know they're gonna, cause some people like to use the Bible to, oh, but such and such had many wives.
0: Yeah, that was such and such. Yeah, I don't. Those kind of topics I like to stay out of, just because uh, people don't people utilize the Bible how they want to um, for different situations. And this is funny that Diane just said that because I was watching you guys, The Handmaid's Tale, the newer version, this um, this this year or last year, whatever it was, um, and in this particular series of show they base it off of the bible right so everything they do is from passages and b- verses and chapters in the bible and this is how they um basically say that what they're doing is okay and Wait, what um, was that what book is it a book it's it's a it's a tv series it's called the Handsmaid tale, hands made tale. Um, yeah and so in this series they have decided that women's only purpose is to procreate and um they speak they use bible verses and saying that the woman is called to do this duty she should be fruitful and that is her job that's it so you have women who were of childbearing age being made sex slaves basically to elite families or the elite men and they right, have a they're younger young... and they're
1: more fertile
0: wow yeah but they have a ceremony every single month during that, that particular person's flowering time. And he basically has a free pass to rape her.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: But they use the Bible to justify what they're doing. And that's the crazy part in regards to when people use the word. Um, they tend to use the Bible for their own goods and purposes. So you can use the Bible and say, this person had many wives, but you don't read the Bible and say, God never said once in that Bible that he approved of those marriages. The wives approved it. They would ask (laughs) the wife if it was okay to bring another wife. And most of them would do it for those reasons fertile. So read the whole (laughs) thing. But God never (laughs) said in there that he approved it. God told you in Genesis and in a couple other chapters what he wanted, a man and a woman. He never said two men, two women, one man, three women. He, He never said that. He said a man and a woman. He allowed those situations to happen but he never said in the Bible that he approved of them. There was a reason in certain situations why they did have a concubine. Whether the wife couldn't have kids or whatever the case was. But he never approved. And there are certain situations in the Bible where they did have multiple wives and he didn't approve of it. So he never said, this is what I want. Yeah. You men go get as many women as you want to. I think he whoever never it did it was um, Solomon.
1: Uh-huh. I think he had the
0: most wives. He had even from different
1: gods. Uh-huh.
0: different huh.
1: yeah no it's it's that. and then to my to my testimony in regards to like the transforming pain to purpose it's also like situations like that you know where you've been hurt emotionally
0: you have to you know come out of it and try to see the bigger picture mm-hmm. you definitely have to come out and try to see the bigger picture and I think again like I said that's probably one of the hardest things like I said in regards to John the Baptist. He was so focused on his jail cell and the fact that he could hear all the goodness out around him that he couldn't see um, what God had made him do, what God allowed him to do, the blessing that he was that that God had made him. Like um, they said, like after that, like his story, his book. He was the I can't remember the, the the term, but God exalted him literally exalted him so they praised him he wasn't a god he was the the, it was a the a prophet you know Mm -hmm. but he was the one prophet that was remembered out of uh, he was the one the the i guess the most exalted prophet he opened he
1: opened the way for
0: jesus right and so he couldn't even see the purpose that he had Mm -hmm. enough to appreciate that that god believed in him so much that he could carry the story and that he was going to be remembered going forward forever, you know? He couldn't even, he couldn't focus on that. That was the good part that was for him because he was so upset about the fact that he was not in the middle of all the good things happening. Right. Oh, you you know? know who also
1: I think about transporting paint to paper purpose? I think it was, um, I can't remember his name, one of the disciples, that he was like, um, I think Cripple was it or he was just, and Jesus didn't save him oh yeah I remember that in the story and he explained to him the purpose of why he didn't you know why he didn't cure him for he could have but he was like isn't it more better for you to be the you know the example and sometimes we have to still deal like there's people I know who have been single for years and God would not allow a husband you know but there's a reason he does it you know what I mean it causes pain but everything has a reason like we're saying so his story also reminds me because you know he had to forget about his pain and how he felt and just focus
0: on the mission because it's bigger than him. Yeah, and I remember in in that particular um um what story in that particular story where the, the crippled man asked to be healed. He had that for his whole life. He was asking um, for God for Jesus to heal him, and he told him that if i do this for you basically if i do this for you then how what story will you have to tell later on you know like like uh-huh. if you ask god for something and he gives it to you right away will you be thankful for him for doing that for you? Oftentimes when we get a blessing, a lot of times that we feel like we didn't pray for and we got something. Maybe it's not what we exactly pray for. Maybe you you need some money to pay a bill and you get the money and you like excited like the first thing you tell somebody is, girl I made that happen. You don't say God came through. Mm -hmm. You say girl I made that happen. You praise yourself. So he says, I don't give you certain things when you ask for it because you don't thank me you thank yourself yep you feel like you did it in your power and your will we don't know nothing because i think the biggest
1: blessing is always waking up ain't nobody pray Well, i can't say ain't nobody but most of the people that are not you know with a relationship with god yeah i'm not praying for another day
0: but he still provides it right you know so sometimes the reason why he doesn't is because you know we can be repetitious so he knows you like Mm -hmm. y'all he knows you okay so he knows that if he gives you this it gives you that he knows how you're going to react he knows that maybe if he gives you this he ain't gonna hear from you for a next couple months (laughs) yeah until you need something else you know so that's the reason why you don't receive what you want when you want it sometimes and you have to be appreciative of that and then recognize it in yourself like you know what I talked to him for six months for real mm-hmm. and when i came to him i wasn't calling him and saying thank you for today thank you for you know waking me up this morning i wasn't even saying thank you at all i came to tell him again i need your help uh mm-hmm. fix this and do mm-hmm. that but the whole time that six months you could have just been waking up and talking to him or you know saying hello checking on him see how his day was or just telling him about your day but you weren't mm-hmm. doing that and it's just a simple conversation it don't have to be you know all day long but do have to give him time, you know, so you were not even doing that, you know, so if he gives you this, you're just going to disappear again for another couple months, and he won't hear from you until you need something again, and you got to understand that, um, and and I I was taught this, and we were taught this on a Bible study, but like your relationship with God is a reflection in every relationship that you have out here, so if you treat God like that, then, uh, when you're at work, and it comes to to having a conversation with your supervisor, you probably, um, evaded or you know uh having a conversation about something serious but even somebody in your family member you likely don't have those conversations easily or do them when it's needed because that's your relationship with god too you talk to him only when you need something or maybe with your friends you only call them and only got questions or only got a request or something and that's it mm-hmm. you know so you're it's a reflective thing you know how you deal with him how you talk to him how you handle him is probably how you handle many different situations in your life you know um and you have to work on that part of you that character building portion of you that needs to change when it comes to your relationship with him um together
1: and it, obedience obedience is it, it, obedience does a lot you know because when mm-hmm. sometimes when he's transforming your pain into purpose, he needs you to be obedient to a certain thing or else it's not going to work. Yeah. It's it's not going to work because if you're not, like if, if he's asking you like to surrender, but you're not being obedient, then you won't understand why the pain is there.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, and most of us don't like to be obedient because it's like, okay. And it's not just that we don't, it's just because we don't really, we're not, we don't really know more of God. Because once mm-hmm. you start learning and you learn more and more and more God, it's going to be, it becomes easier to just be like, all right, let go. All right, here you go. All right, here you go. And and it's less for us. And the hard, the more heart headache we are, and I speak this from my experience, Um, the harder, the more
0: harder and stubborn I am, the harder I make the process and longer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly and you know it's insane literally we've been saying it this whole time you know what I'm saying we we are our worst enemies sometimes mm-hmm. um and we work against ourselves instead of working for ourselves in in the the process you know at doing exactly what God has asked and called us to do and I think one of the other issues that comes along with it is um I was told over and over again that a lot of times when you don't follow the directions that you've been given. Um, some of us have an issue with it's faith, you know, we're, we're doubters. Mm-hmm. And um, when you think about a situation and it's, you know, letting it go, you know, I, I used as an example before where you could probably, you know, your life's going to get cut off in, in a week. And your mindset goes to I gotta get this paid. You know, somebody tells you to have faith and, and let go and let God you think myself, you think first thing you think to yourself, well, how God gonna get this paid? Because mm-hmm. you think of him as a physical being. You know, you're yes. like, this person gotta come to me in the physical, this person gotta hand me a live check, put the money in my account and you preach know, how survive. we preach. Because we do yeah. we think like that. <laughs> You don't realize that he works through different measures. He don't have to come at you physically. He could send somebody else that might just surprise you with something. He could send an extra check you didn't know you had and deposited it in your account. He, right. uh, he
1: could have to tell her put the wrong here. digits.
0: Listen, he could uh, send somebody that has a, a a program that allows you to just put your information in and they pay your whole bill off. Anything can happen. He can, he goes through different you know, there's different things that he can do but we're yep. so caught up in the fact that we, okay I, I, I and you Hold on, hold on. It. Sorry to cut you off but wait, because I'm going
1: to forget it. yes but when but 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 again that is true with obedience because for example i was complaining about my phone and i was like i'm not jumping another bill i ain't doing it lord you want me to get a phone you gonna make a way remember i was saying that right and i was just you know minding my business all of a sudden um you know things happen whatever and uh, when I go to T-Mobile, oh you could get a free phone. <laughs> what? Nothing <down? laughs> 20 bucks? Right. I and I said, all right. So I call Holly immediately. I was like, girl, guess what? God done did it again. <laughs> he didn't did
0: it again. I yeah, was so you have doing to be
1: something. obedient. Yeah, because sometimes we see ads offered. Do you think it's a coincidence? No. Sometimes it's God letting you know, listen, this is the health. It's
0: like the story of the girl on the roof yes yes exactly he sends help and sometimes we don't recognize it because we wanted to look and sound and be a a certain certain way yep we miss it you know Mm -hmm. so yeah he's gonna give it to you
1: again but he's gonna have some he's gonna be like listen you didn't master hearing my voice so guess what this next six weeks are gonna be about you learning how to hear my voice
0: (laughs) yes listen obedience is, is a big key literally mm-hmm. like literally to understanding what the, what your purpose is through your pain um but also mm-hmm. maneuvering you through it you know it yeah. is um it helps you understand like what it is he's needing from you in that situation yes. if you would just be obedient study his word you know have faith you know pray you know, he will show you the way. You know, and it, it, just because I say show doesn't mean it's always going to be, you know, he's going to come and grab your hand and take you through the door. I mean, <laughs> that he may send you anything, he may send you an individual that may speak a word to you that you'll be like, dang, how they know my story? You know, he may, you know, put something in your dream. Mm-hmm. He may talk to you, whisper in your ear and lead you to a Bible verse that helps you understand or story. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many different things that he can do to help you through a situation. You, you gotta just be have definitely to... open-minded. In yeah. Day. Yeah, you definitely do. You just have to mm-hmm. open that door within yourself to um, not be so closed off to the differences in how he communicates. Because I think that because... We're on earth. We yep. assume that communication is only this way. Only you can text me. God, you gonna text me? Yeah.
1: Or what you <laughs> said earlier, your expectation, you're expecting the blessing to come this way. And God is like, girl, I'm gonna give it to you, but it's
0: gonna come a whole it's gonna come from the left side, not from the right. <laughs> exactly. You know, because again, I keep saying to you, he knows you, okay? Mm-hmm. So he knows what you expect. He knows what would be easiest for you. But um who told you that Who didn't they say that ain't nothing come easy? So you know that it's not supposed to come easy, but that's what you expect. And when it doesn't come easy, you now have a problem. Uh
1: Like, for example, and then another thing is you need to have, you know, surrender, you know, like um, transforming pain into purpose. Also, it brings all that we've talked about, but it also brings um, forgiveness and mercy Uh for the simple fact that a person who backstabbed you and betrayed you might be your turning point, but God needed to work on that person as much as he needed to work on you. So Mm -hmm. you either isolate, before we ruin it, because we ruin everything as humans, Mm -hmm. we ruin everything. So before we ruin what he ordained for us, he's gonna create a separation and the isolation to work on the person and work on you, whether it's family members, relationship or friendships. If it's ordained for your purpose, In his path for his kingdom, or he's gonna separate you, and it's gonna hurt. But you know what? He's gonna work it through because he's not gonna give you a cake halfway done. Yep. Ooh, Naomi. Yeah, Naomi is talking to
0: me. (laughs) You've been talking to me, girl. We we've
1: been doing this because it's you know where we give the word. Let me tell y'all something. Since we started this podcast, you know I am with my journey with God, but honestly, each time we record. I learn more and more and yes, and it's not like, because the thing is me and Holly don't sit here and okay, this is the plan no, we pick up the topics and when we jump in, we jump in um, I'm not saying we don't study or none of that we do that individually, but <laughs> yes. that just reveals little by little um, you know, what it is, and sometimes like today we were having all these interruptions and look at us go um, listen and it's, just him. It stop it's just him, yeah, no it's just him and his greatness, and you know, like I always I keep saying if we was to focus on the pain we went through, we wouldn't be here. Because for instance, when I was giving the word to open a podcast and other things that got ordained for me that I'm not sharing at this time, um, I was like, Yeah, about that. And I know I share that plenty of times, but I'm being honest. And if I wasn't obedient when I met Holly, this wouldn't happen. Yeah. And if I would have focused on, oh, no, I went through that. I'm a trained to share my testimony. No. It, he, he allowed me to go through that for a reason. And though it seems like, oh, damn, I have to go through this, this, and that. But, yes, I did. Because maybe I'm so stubborn that if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't learn.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he knows that about us, you know? So that's mm-hmm. the thing. He knows, you know, like, hey, I didn't give her... This many trials, and she still ain't got it yet. So, For
1: real. I know with me, he's done that. And I, 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 I like this. This is one thing about me, you know, I'm very honest about my journey. And I know with me, he done scratched and head a lot of times. Like, girl, when you gonna get it, girl? <laughs> Have you ever seen the um, where she's like, get up, girl, get up, yes. girl? There was, there was like a year in my life where I lost hope and, and, and a big thing. And I, and I, and it teared me, it teared me because I also feel like. God says the best for life. Yes. And the reason yes. I say this is because, you know, He lets you flow. He lets you do what you want. But then He'll put like eye candy in your face. Like, look, this is what you wanted. You forgot, huh? But look, it's right here. And then you're like, ooh, I want it. And then you feel like you could get it in your power. And then He's like, guess what? I'm going to put this in the top of the show where you can't reach it. And guess how you're going to reach it? And you're like, how? Right. I can do it. Watch me climb, and then you fall. Oh, I'm gonna climb this. Boom. Let me get some stairs. Boom. Let me try this. Coyote, the the cowboy thing with the rope, and let me bring it down. No, <laughs> none of that's gonna work unless you none surrender. It. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you gotta give in. yeah and and I'm I am I was that person where I I was so stubborn and I and a lot of people used to tell me that growing up girl you're so stubborn I used to be like whatever but it took God to show me how stubborn I was because I was like you know what and then it got to the point you know what I love about it it got to the point where it's like like with my promotion from the job you know what I don't even want it oh you do though you know you want it Right. And he plays some games. I'm telling you, <laughs> but he saves the best for last. And mm-hmm. I'm laughing now because it's just he's just so amazing because he does that. He's like, I know you want this, but go ahead, be stubborn. Act like you don't want it. Go ahead, girl, put that front. You know what I mean? And it's right. Like, I'm gonna give it to you, but you're gonna have to surrender.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, like I said, I think even for me, that's been a difficult point and ours. It's been difficult, but God's gonna keep pushing me (laughs) to the limit until I do. Like when there's literally, you know, like Holly, ain't nothing else you can do. So sit your butt Uh down because it's on me now. You know, and God has pushed me to that limit to where I I got there. (laughs) And we shouldn't wait. And we
1: shouldn't wait for that because it's harder. If we know that, it is harder. Like I said, we we
0: put ourselves Mm -hmm. through it. We we can be our worst worst enemy, you know. So we put ourselves through it, you know. And but again, like I said. When when you're on your walk, some things you realize, some things you don't, you know. Yep. And and then God sends people along, like like Naomi, where I could tell a story, and then she's like, "Well, you know, <laughs> you gotta do this," and I'm like, "Okay, you don't have to like, you don't have to send me nobody like that. You not gotta be like." <laughs> it's not that you know why
1: everybody tells it to be like girl. I remember last I was like all people be like, "Oh, you're cold hearted." I'm not cold hearted. I listen in this journey with God. I've, listened. I've, I've under, I still, I'm still learning. I can't say I've mastered it. I'm still learning. But one thing I got clear is I ain't him and surrendering is the best thing I could do. And Uh I'm not that person because of what I've been through. I've learned to, you know, like, no, I'm gonna do it. I can do it. No, 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 baby. You need help.
0: Yes. You can't do it.
1: (laughs) So that's something that I've learned. And I love that about him. And I, what I also love is though you feel like you miss your gap. No. He's just like, okay, girl, we got to put you back at the beginning of the maze. And yes. Let's try this again. He yes. didn't give up on you. And that's something I, I I I I love a lot of things about God. But that the one thing is that because I may feel, the enemy will make me feel like, oh, girl, you missed that gap. Great. No, 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 no. He's going to reset everything. Right. It, that's, that's God's time machine. Yeah. That whole thing on the movies. His time machine is, I'm going to put you in this cycle. And if yes. you don't
0: learn, I'm not elevating you oh my goodness y'all listen listen to that I say I've said it before though but listen to that because you will repeat the same situation Mm -hmm. scenario over and over again until you learn the lesson that he's trying to teach you um and again I say I've been in that 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 vicious cycle because I was so busy trying to stick to who I wanted to call myself you know saying things like I'm a sedentary this is how I am no, God said that's not how I, that's not how you are. You are that's not as you soldier, want to be. Right. That's not what I want you to be, and that's uh-huh. not how you're gonna be. Like I said in regards to my pastor, he was a drug dealer. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to get to the bag every single day. God said, That's not what I want you to do. I'm gonna sit you down. You're either gonna do this or you're gonna go or you're yes. gonna go, you know, somewhere else where you don't want to go. So he went somewhere he didn't want to go. He went to prison. That's not where he wanted to do. <laughs> he wanted to go get some money. God said, I gave you an option. You either do this or you get that he got that you know so when it came out and he just he went ahead and, and did what god said that's when he received you know what he needed his blessings his understanding his purpose no matter how painful it is he had to go do what god had yeah. for him and it's the same thing in regards to me like hey holly you're not getting it you're not gonna keep telling me this is what you are this is how you are because no you're not that's not who you are <laughs> that's not yeah. who I, I i i've made you to be that's not what I had. That's not your calling. So don't keep telling people this is what you are. This is how you are. You yep. need to change. And that's that. You know, I'm going to put, keep putting you through it. You're going to be mad all you want to, but you need to change. In mm-hmm. the story.
1: No, and you, and you once you go through the process of changing. You're like, oh, wow, I don't think the same. Uh-huh. And, and you start changing. Because even me, I thought I was, I thought I could be a wife. I really did. I play myself. Because <laughs> when God gave me the I don't want to call it that, but I'm going to call it for what I feel. When God gave me the test, let me see if you could do it. Um, Nah, that's a lot. And I realized... I realized... I'm just being honest. I realized that I needed more patience. I needed a lot of mercy. Character building, Um, baby. God said, listen, yeah but i'm glad he gave me the test before the big deal because if i would have married the test lord yeah i would have been on marriage number two right now but because i didn't and i have to be honest and the person wasn't bad you know i'm not it is just we it was a learning moment Mm -hmm. and through that learning moment i got my blessing that i'm grateful for and i love because i was told i couldn't have kids So the fact that God did that really put in my mind, like, okay, maybe you do want me with this person because you blessed me with a child. And it took me a little bit to understand what God was doing. It took me a lot. And I know we spoke about this, Holly, Mm -hmm. but it took me a lot to understand that, you know, something God do approve and sometimes he don't. And no matter what, he's going to bless us for our desires, right? Mm -hmm. And... I I understand it a little bit better now, but I understand also having mercy on a person. And in that situation, Mm. I kind of wanted to control the situation Um, And later I understood that I can't control it and only God can change the person. And I learned how to surrender and let go. I didn't surrender and let go to get it back. I surrender and let go to let this person be happy and let myself find happiness because it was just becoming too toxic. And a child cannot be raised in a toxic. God would not allow that. Um, Because we're trying to break generational curses, not add more um and I wasn't raised with a father I was just raised with my mom so jumping into a, a relationship and living with a person was a little bit difficult for me because I wasn't raised in that matter you know what I mean right. was always my mom alone at home so I really didn't know what a, a girlfriend or wife if you want to call it should be behaving or doing um and you know, and now in this I'm like, okay, I, I do that. I did that. And then I was like, okay, I checked the boxes or whatever. But <laughs> you know, but there was other things that I didn't check the boxes for, you know, like having mercy, um yeah. not staying mad and, and not having control because you know, you gotta let yeah. yeah, you gotta let the person be who they are. And that's yeah. the whole power of love and mercy, you know, though you're that, that's fine. And I wanted this person to change. I wanted them to be who I saw in my eyes and in reality that was my expectations. This person couldn't do what I needed them to do and they couldn't fulfill what I was looking for in a man or in a husband and I can't blame them for that because that's not who they are. But my expectations kept pushing the situation and it just made it worse. So definitely realize, you know, what is your part. Don't look at the other person's flaws, look at yours and where you're lacking and like you said earlier, most of it might be just your expectations.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A, lot, a,
1: lot, a lot of times it's our expectation. Um, and, and we're in a better spot now. You know, we learn how to co-parent. And I wish him well. And I hope that when he does find a person, I really hope they make him happy. Because, you know, you realize, okay, I really don't love this person. I just don't want to do this alone. Or, you know, sometimes we're selfish.
0: Yeah. A lo- yeah, a lot of times we're selfish. I, it, it, you do have to definitely um, take a look at it and not from your perspective. Um, one of the things that I recognized um, really last week, but really it came into like more of a perspective this week is like we use a lot of words very loosely, <laughs> and um, love is one of the words we use too loosely. And uh-huh. I would hope that maybe. Um, one thing you guys take away from the podcast is understanding what love like really is we we look at love and in um in the bible it tells you that love does what (laughs) (laughs) love Girl, love is one of the, the biggest things. So, um, love
1: and, and and yeah, love and other things. But yes, love is love is, is love is a beautiful thing if you are doing it correctly. Love doesn't mean that you change a person.
0: So, when I so love conquers all is what they tell you in the Bible, right? But it's in First Corinthians 13 7, right? So, um, it never gives up, okay. So if you are not a person, if you're using that word and the individual that you love is not a person that you could look at and say, I'll never give up on you, no matter what we're going through, then you don't love because listening, looking at the word, understanding that Jesus loved us enough to die for us, Uh enough to sacrifice. Love is, it takes sacrifice. Okay. So with that being said, you will have to sacrifice your pride, or your ego, or your wants, yes. or your expectations, for the purpose of love for whoever it is. You have to understand what it actually is. We yes. use it so loosely that I, we don't even take a look. I literally was like, you know what? I, I thinking about that, sitting in my prayer room. I was like, dang. You know what, Jesus? You loved us, okay? You didn't even know who mm-hmm. I was, okay? I didn't come for, for centuries later. But you loved us. You loved us enough to give your life. Like, you knew it was going to happen anyway. But you loved us enough to say, you know what? I'm not going to stop healing. I'm not going to stop preaching. I'm not going to stop doing what God has called me to do because I'm scared of death. I'm going to do it. I'm going to show you the reason why. I'm going to let you know that, you know, you were born in this. You're here. But you can be saved. I, I came here to help you, to save you. And I love you enough to give my life so that this sticks. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And he sacrificed. And a lot of us don't, don't look at the word love in the aspect of how Jesus looked at it. We have attached it to a feeling of butterflies and lust and, you know, of opportunity. Or if a person can do something for you, now I love yeah. you we don't look at it in the same way it's not you know you don't you love somebody but you're not willing to do what it takes to either bring them to Jesus yeah. or to no, no 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 I agree
1: because I realize change.
0: that you know so I I, I had you know I, I, I was laughing I told a lady uh, in regards to I was talking to Tiffany early, actually earlier and um I was speaking in regards to like teaching my son um, different things and I was like you know I teach him Um, Things And I challenge him because I want him to always be the best version of himself, you know? So if I have to sacrifice something in order for him to receive the information he needs or to get the help he needs, I'm going to do that, you know? And we have to understand what it actually means, you know? Um, A lot of us will do what we can, but Jesus never did what he could do. (laughs) Yeah. He did everything knowing what it was because his purpose was to show them real love. Real love. His purpose was to show them that God existed. There was somebody that loves them, but Mm -hmm. you know, he just could not take any more of the sins that they were committing every day. You know, there was somebody that loved him and he sent his only son you know he sent his only son and took his life they and you guys took his life you know Mm -hmm. he didn't get you know he he did come back you know but he sent the one person that he truly loved to help you you know so I just look at that word a totally different way now opposed to before understanding like sacrifice and understanding it also in the the Per- transforming purpose to pain you know um mm-hmm. understanding that the pain that i am going through you know i might be sacrificing um receiving what i want from whoever it is or from whatever i want i might be sacrificing um that for focusing on
1: what the i need terror. to. For God. yeah you know uh, yeah i saw preaching
0: of um TBJ.
1: And he was talking about his wife, and he was talking about how a woman should love, I don't know if I spoke this to you, but a woman should love the husband like she loves his child, which is unconditional. Mm -hmm. And he was saying how with his wife, he still sees a little girl in her. Mm -hmm. And we're all really little kids. Right. In our hearts. I mean, the Bible says that you can't enter the kingdom if you don't have, you know, if, if you're not like a child. Yeah. So in reality, we are our children. We just have a lot of ways that people, like you were saying about love, you know, people who taught us wrongly how to love.
0: Right. And it's or how with we our conditioned parents. ourselves yeah. with what we expect out of this world because everything is so monetary now and mm. so, you know, flesh based and we don't see love for what it actually is. We see it as you know a commodity or something that has a benefit, yeah. you know, not with what it is. So we shouldn't say love. We should say I like you. Right. I like
1: <laughs> you. I, I have this this you make my heart tingle. Right. You <laughs> because you,
0: it, you put butterflies in my stomach, not I right. like you because because these marriages
1: that are together and they're not even they don't even they're not even in love. They're either together because financial and it Mm -hmm. goes both ways because I can't just say women are the only ones that are in situations financially there's men who too who are also in situations because it benefits them Mm -hmm. so I feel like now relationships have become something like where can you benefit me and it's not about that it's where can we grow like spiritually like we're supposed to grow like where can you show me how to be a better version like you said with your son a Mm -hmm. better version of myself
0: instead of just what can you do for me and you know what's crazy is if you think about what naomi just said and put it all into perspective one of the things you'll hear a lot of people say especially when it comes to love is that they've been hurt before right so they don't want to go back to another relationship and get hurt again so they could not take the pain from the situation and see what the purpose of it was so they run from any other storm so they don't have to face the pain and remember what we said before that if you don't get the lesson the first time it comes back again yeah. so what would be the purpose of running from the storm that God has given you without learning the lesson because right. you're not getting anything you're going to go back into that vicious circle but why would you run from the storm when there is a message in it you know why wouldn't you want to sit with it and see why it is you're in the situation and yep. I know again that pain is not easy for us to deal with because I'm a person who I'm going to ask the question God why me why am I in this again <laughs> you know why do you send this person I'm telling you guys I can be brutally honest and transparent mm-hmm. I'm going to ask the question okay but I'm going to still be in that I'm going to still be in that, that storm and I'm going to still be praying and asking God for his help and And strength and and mercy and understanding for what it is i'm going through because at this point i don't want to go back through it again so ask yourself how many more times do you want to face the same struggle yep and also um to
1: it i've seen people that once they break up like my cousin, and I'm not gonna say her name, I'm just gonna use her as an example. I have a cousin who was in a in a, in a, in a relationship, they weren't married, but since high school, because they had a one-night stand, she got pregnant, he did his deed, and stood with her. And they were together for about 13, 14 years. And the moment she made this decision, she was unhappy for years, but she stood because of her children. And I promise you, the moment she decided to let go, god blessed her with um section eight for her to not depend on a man Mm -hmm. so god as soon as she made that decision god opened doors for her you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so sometimes you may be in a situation and god is just waiting you to make that move yes he makes move for us but sometimes it depends on us right that move so he can open all your blessings
0: Definitely listen, if you are in a dark season, it literally is an opportunity for you to seek God's word, having faith that knowing and understanding that joy comes in the morning. Like, and again, that particular Bible verse, which is Psalms 30, um, verse five, um, it doesn't mean that the the turnaround is right around the corner because sometimes your storm can be a few days to a few weeks to a few months to maybe even a year or going further. But It's about your growth in the process. If your storm has lasted that long, you haven't learned your lesson. And he keeps you in there until you get what it is he's trying to show you. If you're still fighting against him, like I said I have been, if you're still fighting against him, you're never going to get it. Okay? You're never going to get it if you're still fighting against it. And you're causing yourself more pain because you refuse to surrender.
1: Yes
0: agree
1: agree i love how all our topics match in any one we are talking about
0: yes girl every single time it just never fails i'm like yo <laughs> yo you be doing your your thing you be he doing it yeah does.
1: <laughs> i'm just grateful that he uses us at least our experiences to you know share it because most of us don't realize what we're doing and he is a jealous god in any situation we're idolizing and that's a no
0: you know what um you guys just to be like super transparent and like open with you guys um one of the things that i and you guys may appreciate some of you guys with your feedback um appreciate in the show is our transparency number one um i appreciate and i love the fact that our show is our podcast is not like the traditional we're not church um we're not pastors or evangelists but we are on a walk with god right so we are bringing you um real testimonies real experiences real situations and we're speaking to you transparently in regards to how we have dealt with it we're not perfect we don't always showcase a certain level of faith that maybe your local pastor may have we just and maybe we're not at that level yet, but mm-hmm. we still are on a walk with God. He is still on the walk with us and he is still blessing us. He is still teaching us. He is still helping us understand through every situation that we go through. So if you are like us where you don't know every verse and in, in word in the Bible, you don't have to. Okay. But you have to have the willingness and openness to just study the word in the first place and talk to him. Like, literally talk to him. I was talking to my brother-in-law the other day and he told me he was not taught the Bible by a preacher, a prophet, evangelist, any of that. He was not taught the Bible by the church. He literally, at a certain point in time in his life, was homeless. He had gone through a lot. He'd been through a lot in his marriage, just so much that at that point in time, he sat and prayed and he asked God to teach him the word, give him the understanding that he needs to know. And he began to read and god would speak to him to help him understand the words in the bible and um that's how he learned it you know so if you have that willingness to understand to learn to talk to him to to um to receive what it is that he has that's been out there whatever it is you're going through you will be might be just like us like even if i learned the whole bible i will never be on this podcast going from one verse to the next i'm going to relate it in context to certain verses but you're going to understand what it is in today's life in these experience that we have gone through because i'm sure that a lot of you can relate to certain some of these situations
1: yes like for me instant like the other day i really read something about you know somebody being raped by their stepbrother and i was like okay so there was you know rape has happened you know like mm-hmm. that and that for me was like wow and we'll get to that eventually on you know our other topics or whatever but you know there's things that you live through and just because the bible is a thousand years old does not mean that it won't speak to what you're living
0: now right or it won't help you get through you know and mm-hmm. i know like you know um Sometimes we need a shoulder to cry on. We just want to get things off. And sometimes when people give you advice or they're there for you, sometimes words just aren't enough. However, the purpose of the Bible is not to tell you that this has already happened. (laughs) That's not the purpose. The purpose is to show you how they got through and understanding how they got through will help you in more ways in regards to how you're dealing with a situation right now how to get through when you're talking to an individual or listening to them and their story and they're going through something it's not to listen to them and say well our stories are not the same it's the fact that you guys both have an issue and if you're speaking in regards to it it means that you have something that needs to be healed so you have to give the time take the time and have the openness to go to God with it to speak about it pray about it and let it go even if you have a person that you have two different situations both of you guys need prayer and there's no you know with us we don't have any judgment <laughs> um it's 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 literally a safe place for us when I can go to Naomi and share about a story even if she's not married I can share about my marriage and I'm speaking to a person who's on their walk walk with Christ who's not going to give me, girl, let's go beat him up. She's going to come to me. Oh, girl, let's go to the club (laughs) and get you a side Right. No. (laughs) She's going to come to me with God in her heart, you know, and and a lot of times that's that's what you need. Not for that person to give you a bunch of Bible verses and you don't understand not one word that is in that Bible verse, but because they give you the spirit of Christ which helps with your spirit and your faith.
1: Yes, and it's also like it's it's much better to heal gracefully than heal being bitter.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you don't want to heal better, seriously, because again, that means you haven't mastered your storm. And again, you don't you want create to create more back. mess for yourself. <laughs> you create you don't more want mess. To come back, do you? I keep saying I just said, listen, how many times do you want to go through the same storm? I don't know. That anybody who lives in Florida wants to, to to go through the same hurricane over and over again. Like North. nobody can live through that. So, how many times do you want to repeat living in the same storm? Because some of y'all storms is are not just rain. Some of y'all you're storms creating, are ice. they're creating their own pressure. Some of y'all storms are earthquakes. So how many times do you want to prison you're putting yourself in prison over and over again some of y'all storms are not ones that people can live through so how many times do you want to continue to relive the same storm i'm not
1: mm -mm. listen
0: i'm good I know I was talking up
1: front with somebody. They were like, oh, um, yesterday I was in a friend' house. It was like, oh, um, we're talking about, like, you know, sex and whatever. And I'm like, I'm celibate. She was like, what? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm almost a year in and I'm good. I'm not, mm-mm. I don't care who comes. The Rock, yes. um, Barack Obama, uh uh-huh. a <laughs> celibate. Like, no, nope, I'm locked in. I made a promise to God and that's that. I'm not until I'm married. That's it because, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, I'm being real because that's another thing. Like we gotta, we got a lot of things to talk about with y'all. Um, yes, that's we another do. We do. Like, sex, sex is something that we just take like for granted. God did approve sex, but not the way y'all doing it out here.
0: No, seriously, y'all just, yeah, y'all just fleshly, y'all just nasty. Okay, we're but, time overdue. Listen, we we'll, we we'll, miss y'all. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get, we'll get on that. But listen, y'all, finding purpose and the pain starts with seeking God's word. And then you need to speak God's word. And, and basically I'm saying that once you seek his word, speak it into um, existence, you know, meditate on whatever words you find that actually minister to you and, and speak it into your life. And then finally submit god's word so um believing in what you've read believing in what you've spoken and then submitting to it you know allowing him in to take over you know um when you experience pain suffering let's say discouragement and doubt um we tend to wonder if god knows what you're going through yes he knows what you're going through (laughs) he's there with you you know what I'm saying he's there with you in the storm but you know as they say like in, in the book of Matthew where they were um, it was Matthew they were in the boat and he, he gave Peter was it Peter I think it was Peter I don't know but whatever it was, he gave Peter an assignment they were supposed to get in the boat and cross the ocean it was a storm going on and they were like I can't believe putting us in the boat to, have to tell us to come across this ocean to this mountain and they had doubt in them they, they were discouraged like we're not gonna make it we're going to die Um, He was across the way on the top of the mountain like, okay, I told you to come. I know what's going to happen. I know you're going to make it, but you got to listen to me.
2: (laughs) You got to believe.
0: You have to believe, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and and in that story, he asked Peter to get out and walk to him. Peter was like, on the ocean? (laughs) Mm, For real? Yeah, it was Simon, but
1: they switched his name. I know who you're talking about, yeah.
0: Yeah, he was like, on the ocean? um he got he got out you know it and, and mm-hmm. when he began to doubt you know it felt like he was sinking but you know trusting in god to bring you through your storm like that like good, man. you good. have to like i know again i'm gonna say i know it's hard because some of you guys have the doubt your faith is not as strong and your understanding um of believing something that you can't see makes it difficult but understanding and trusting um and having the faith that you will come through right yes. is, is something it, it might take practice you know um it might just take you having a change of scenery different friends community around you that help you with your faith and believing you know I can say honestly um I think I was a sermon that probably I listened to uh, probably six, seven months ago. And after I listened to it, I sent it to everybody in my family, right? And the man said, there are three types of friends you need around you. And I'm going to say, if you don't have people who are around you who are prayerful, who pray for you, friends who will pray for you when they know you're down and when you're going through something, if you don't have friends who are fighters, I'm not talking about the ones who are ready to throw hands. I'm talking about the ones who know that you're in a storm and will fight in prayer with God for you anytime you need it. You don't have the right circle mm-hmm. around you when you're going through a storm. So For real. Going not for the ones, ones that are gonna get you in jail. Yes. The ones, ones that get you in heaven. Um, not those. Um and and God does understand your weaknesses and He sympathizes with you, but just having that faith in your in your dark seasons, <laughs> you can you just run You me laugh, you
1: know why I'm sorry, I don't know <laughs> <Why? be true. laughs> I had texted one of my high school friends and I've been telling her to watch The Chosen and she's like, she's she's semi atheist She's like, I don't want to watch this. So she's like, oh, I'm going to go over and help you and whatever tomorrow. And I was like, good, we can watch The Chosen. She was like, you really want me to watch? And I'm like, yeah, because... I want to see your annoying self in heaven, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so you reminded me of the text I sent her this morning because she's like, she don't want to watch it. And I was like, I ain't gonna force you, but we're gonna watch it if you come into my house because my environment won't change no matter who comes in.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So like I said you guys, um, we missed you we missed you so uh, in <laughs> essence of summary of the of the show seek God's word speak his word and submit to him in regards to your pain that he will transfer into purpose which will be for your good um yeah that's you know that's that's really all um I have <laughs> no no yeah you put it down you know listen
1: be obedient and patient and all of the above but know like Kali said just like Kali said know that it will all work for your favor if he yes, hasn't failed you till today and you haven't reached out to him for those you know that haven't reached out or made a relationship with God and for those as well if he hasn't abandoned you till today why will he do it tomorrow
0: amen 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 well you all we're coming to the end of the show we missed y'all because we've been on this thing for (laughs) for real this is like our longest one
1: it's gonna be the longest one and but we have
0: to make some corrections because we had some technical (laughs) difficulties we sure did but we are here we have one more episode to record um when will we record that (laughs) I don't know. We could do it, maybe. We'll talk about it. Let's just let's just. Let's we'll, just, we'll let's figure it. that out and let you guys in on that when you hear it, when it's dropped, you'll know it was recorded. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you'll yeah, know it when I'm it's posted.
1: Free for a little bit, so yeah, we can definitely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's...
1: Yes. Good night, everyone. Have a blessed day.
0: Um. Happy December first. Yes, happy December first. Um. So we normally take you guys out with prayer. Um, <laughs> Um, so oh we're gonna girl. end this with Lies in Spanish.
1: I gotta work on my English prayer. <laughs> um,
0: to let's see. I mean, I could do it in Spanish. Um, yes. Go ahead. Let's go. We started off okay. with it, and we're gonna. Well, we 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 kind of mid. We have a, a, a interlude with um, prayer beginning. So, and then we're gonna end with you guys. So we're gonna take you out in prayer. All right. Spanish.
1: <risa> right. Gracias Señor, gracias por la oportunidad de permitirnos hablar de nuestros testimonios Señor Yo te pido que tú bendigas a cada cual que esté oyendo este podcast en el día de hoy Señor Te pedimos perdón Señor por nuestras ofensas Y pa- sabemos que tienes paciencia y misericordia con nosotros Señor Sigue guiándonos, sigue instruyéndonos, sigue, sigue abriendo caminos Sigue educando a cada uno que esté oyendo al igual a mí, padre, Señor. Te damos gracias y toda honra, Señor. Porque tú eres grande y misericordioso. Tuya es la, la tierra y tuya es la gloria, Padre. Gracias, Señor. Gracias por todo lo que haces. Te amamos. En el nombre del Padre, del Hijo, del Espíritu Santo.
0: Amen. 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 Alright, amen. you guys, until our next show. We are out of here. Good night. Good night.